Welcome to Talking Kenobi, a limited podcast. It is June 21st, 2022, and let's get started. Welcome on in, everybody. That continues nice. to be the most aggressive introduction I've ever created, and I'm planning <laughs> on recutting that, recutting it one more time. Uh, <laughs> recutting it one more time for the finale. I'm looking for. I'm going to take clips from each of the episodes and really lead into the drama. So, hello there, and welcome to Extra Star Wars Podcast. We're covering the Disney Plus limited series Obi Wan Kenobi. There is much anticipated hype for the show, bringing back a prequel trilogy crowd favorite, but has it lived up to the hype? The We Have Spoken crew rebrands into Talking Kenobi, a limited podcast to come together to give you our best and worst takes of every episode. Sit back, listen, or watch our banter as we give you all the insights into the galaxy, or at least most of the insights that take us far, far away. Make sure you follow Extra Star Wars on YouTube and Spotify, and don't forget to check out the Casa at Casa de Dupree over on YouTube. Mr. 600 subscribers, this is where the fun begins boys we're back we missed you damien welcome back to the show oh man I, I was on vacation last week it didn't feel like it though um yeah it's good to be back good you were on back. a bender let's be real <laughs> yeah with a with a toddler in wildwood how was your audition for all of your shows <laughs> <laughs> so i got a call back for the peanut butter commercial um Perfect. That's nuts. Nothing for the um, baby New Year. I yeah. tried for baby New Year. They said yeah. I was too. I had too much facial hair. Right. So, right. Um, you know, trying, trying. You know. I understand. I understand. Happy uh, belated Father's Day. This was only a few days ago. You as Happy well, Father's guys. Day to everybody out there. And I emphasize, and I've been doing this for uh, a few days now. Happy Father's Day to the moms who do it by themselves. Yes. Dads aren't in the picture. You're the real hero sometimes, I can tell you that. So happy Father's Day, everybody. Good good evening, chat. We have lots of chatters in the chat right now. Nicole, Meg, Kim, DB, uh, used and abused. We're coming right off of Rogue One Radio's recap. 
of all things nerdy, uh, including Kenobi Part 5. I caught the tail end of it. That was my bad because trying to get the energy to bring the good fire here on uh, the Extra Star Wars Kenobi podcast thingamajiggy. Uh, big happy birthday to Tommy two times. Mike's <laughs> little boy. Happy birthday there, Tom. Your party was good, right? Oh, yeah. It was, it was great. I, you know, got really... <laughs> Really drunk at a kid's party. <laughs> <laughs> Is there any other way to do a kid's party? I mean, let's be real. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. Yeah, I'm, work- I'm coming off of uh, a, a nice stream yesterday over on the Extra Techie channel. We're, we're plugging away at Resident Evil Village. What a beautiful game. If you, haven't, if you guys are in the Resident Evil at all, you must play the Village game. If you haven't played 7, you play 7, of course, first. Then get into village. It's a it's a continuation trilogy story, and the lore behind it has just been really wonderful. This just storyline. I mean, it's challenging. Um, I haven't really died in this game. I've died from stupid circumstance, like puzzles and getting hit with like a mace. Like, okay, well, that's not me getting overwhelmed by enemies, but it's been pretty awesome uh, to to play that and. We're going to hopefully continue that a little bit later. It's summertime for the boys, so the only one who's really working hard is Damien. Um, Mike and I have uh, the majority of the summer off, so we'll definitely be doing some good stuff there. So suck it, Damien. Anyways, uh, (laughs) I was waiting for him to take that sip. And uh, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, we, we, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm in every day, but it's uh, it's a little bit low key. I don't have to like exactly get up early, but we are certainly looking forward to the finale tomorrow, part six. And uh, the first thing, actually, I'll, I, I, I put out another poll, I think I shared it with you the other day about runtime, and um, that's going to be in the prediction section because that's, of course, a wonderful prediction is how long will the finale be, and we'll absolutely get to that. Um, I'm also trying to keep this episode lean and mean, and I've talked for five straight minutes. So, as always, we're going to recap the episode, give you our tops, list of grievances, noticements, uh, one-sentence summary, uh, talk about our predictions, talk about maybe a little past, a little bit of the future, and we'll see where this episode takes us. A quick, quick promo. I have to promo to Red 5 Network. They've done a great job at putting out lots of content if you follow Sidebar Cantina, uh, the the master of ceremonies is Luna Girl, who puts out all of the promotional material. She gathers, she hunts, she gathers, she cooks, she cleans, she drinks coffee, and she puts out all of the graphics and tags every single account. And I can't wrap my head around how much time that takes. And it's just absolutely incredible that she does that so thank you luna girl for doing all of the things you do you are certainly appreciated even though we sass you up for book of boba fett we have to it's part of the rules right i don't make them up we just play by the rules so thanks for that coming soon at the end of uh this episode actually rogue one radio reminded me scarif khan is coming up in 30 days 30 31 days this is a two-ish day event one and a half days i'm not really sure the details but it happens in Chicago. Uh, it's, it was moderately attended last year, and I believe it's going to be heavily attended this year by our Red 5 gang and friends. Um, I know Airbnbs were being discussed in the 43-person group chat that I'm a part of, which is lots of fun for me to snooze throughout the day as it's dinging constantly with General Chinobi talking about Scarif after dark and all the exciting things that are happening there. So uh, uh, be on the lookout for lots of live stream giveaways, 
prizes, trivia, tricks, and witches at ScarifCon 2022. And we hope uh, we hope this crew can get there possibly next year as a as a just a male unit, not a big one, but like a moderately sized one. It's humble. <laughs> we don't like to brag. We don't like to brag. We're, we're going to bring the thunder. It gets the job done. <laughs> it does. It does. For sure, for sure. Okay, boys and girls, it is time that we get started into our overall impressions of Kenobi Part 5. Overall impressions. Now, you may have noticed, Damien, that that played fully through because I did some doctoring in the background. So that's all, that's all good stuff. So overall impressions are happening. Of course, this is just a quick snippet of what we thought of the episode. So for me, this is a great uh, penultimate episode that starts to wrap some arcs while leaving us wanting more, right? Yes. So I think uh, it, it did its job. Um, it's not a perfect episode by no means. There's, a, there's some inconsistencies with it. Uh, I watched it definitely three three or four times. I actually watched it today, like in a short period of time to get all the notes down. And uh, it's it's a solid it's a solid uh, addition to this series. Um, again, I, I still think four is weaker than five for sure. So, uh, Dames, since you're new to the podcast, why don't you know? <laughs> first time? Thanks for having me, guys. Um, so nervous. Uh, it's tough to get someone of your caliber to come on this. <laughs> It's tough to get somebody with zero IMDb credits to uh, go on your podcast. Yes. <laughs> uh, I mean, this, you know, this was definitely, like you said, Sean, a step above episode four. And, and like, I get it because episode three was just like insanity, insanity, insanity. So like, how can you follow that? You have to have like a downer episode. So it made sense. And this one I thought was perfect because we kind of went from three down to four, then back up to five, yeah. but like not quite there. And now we're just heading straight upwards yeah. towards the, you know, the final. So uh, I'm really excited. I'm, you know, I, this was a good episode. I enjoyed yeah. it. Um, it set up a lot of stuff for mm -hmm. the next episode for the finale. So yeah, I enjoyed it way more than four for sure. Absolutely. I to totally agree. And just to, before we get the mic, Meg, uh, we made, I made that joke. Like I say, I want it to be lean. This will be an hour 40 minimum. So <laughs> strap in and get your snacks. Good. Mike. I thought this was a great way to bounce back from yes. episode four. Episode four just left me. It, it wasn't bad, but it was the worst episode of the bunch. Mm -hmm. mm. And I thought there was great action in this. There was great suspense. There was great, predictable twists mm -hmm. but i do feel like there is a lot to accomplish with one episode and i don't want to have like a the rise of skywalker type of feel to it where it mm -hmm. just tries to accomplish everything in one episode fair 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 that's a great that's a great point um for sure yeah, so that's that's good stuff. So we've got a lot to dive into. Uh, the recap. Uh, there's there's some things to talk about. Um, there's some there's some. I gotta say, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give this series lots of credit. I know we had the the what was it the book of Boba Fett vocabulary quiz at mm -hmm. the end of each episode, which was great. The, the words in it were awesome. Vocabulary. I gotta say, this series is really dropping great lines every single episode. Um, repeatable lines, remembering lines, uh, just just wonderful things going down. So 
if there's a favorite line that you liked from this episode uh, chat, just drop it in the chat so we can be reminded of that as we go through the recap. Um, I, I put some of my, some of the ones that stuck out to me into the recap and boys, of course, uh, when, when, if you want to add in on that, that would be great. So without further ado, we have our episode recap. Episode recap. The episode recap opens immediately, of course, after the, re, you know, after the actual recap, it opens immediately in flashback. And my heart was like, ah! <laughs> Sean, what did I say last episode? Like, when are they going to use Hayden as Hayden? Uh, we right. talked about it. I mean, we talked about it right, right off the bat. Like, I feel like I knew it was coming and I didn't know that they were going to they were going to pimp slap me in the face right off the get, you know, in episode five. So I was super appreciative of that. So it opens in flashback format, Anakin and Obi in this training session. Uh, I think they both look great. I've got a little grievance with the way Anakin looks, and that's okay. It's just, you know, based off of uh, being a loser like myself. Um, they, I think they clash sabers, and it, like, flashes right to Vader, and you're like, oh, boy, this this episode's do like, really vibing already. Uh, Reva is giving a report to Vader. Uh, Vader makes Reva the Grand Inquisitor. There is a really funny, as we get, we'll get to the end, um, but there's a really, well, I'll get to it in a, in a minute. Because um, we're doing the episode recap, so we're going to get to it in just a few seconds. Uh, there's a flash to the Jabim transport on a wind-torn planet. It kind of was a very uh, reddish, reddish uh, tan beige. We have Tala, and it's the robot's name, Ned B. Did I have that correct, right? Ned B. Yes, Ned B in the place to be seen. Such and an unusual. what it takes to rest the mic right. Keep going. Keep going. Hold on. Shit. Okay. And uh, <laughs> we have like this like pause on their reunion. And I right off the head, off the bed, I went, hmm, I don't like that. I don't like any of that, you know, like don't don't pause on people in episodes because that usually means something a little bit later. Hajo is back, which was a pleasant surprise. I thought yeah. we weren't going to get him. I thought he was a one off, but I actually was hopeful, I think, during that one episode that he would come back. So he's here. Obi wants to get Leia back, of course, but Roken's like, yo, bro, we got to get these people back. I did a favor for you. You got to do a favor for us. Vader orders a lockdown of the facility, which is super interesting because Reva was like, that's a bad move, dude. Like, you probably don't want to do that. And he's like, I'm, I, you're, you're not the boss. So we're going to do that. Uh, ba uh, bad to the Lola wreaks havoc on the <laughs> system, which is cool. Uh, OBC is all the writing on the walls. There's lots to explore there and our noticements. I'm sure some of you did some research out there. We have a cool lightsaber bin, which has a noticeably missing Mace Windu lightsaber. Uh, we have the coolest cutoff robe ever that our boy Obi dons for another Hasbro figure that Damien will eventually buy. Uh, <laughs> I love this line of he hasn't the he hasn't the patience for a siege. <laughs> what a great line. And you know, and you cut that, I think you cut that into the flashbacks, you know, like these flashbacks really meant something. Like it we learned something in the flashback and like it happened on screen in real time. And that was that was a really cool way. Mercy does not defeat the enemy, Master. That's not a Jedi way of thinking. Not a way of thinking at all. Obi makes a great speech to the people. Mm -hmm. Like, listen, we're all probably going to die. But we can hold them off for a long time if we actually work together. Flashes of General Kenobi. Breaking 
What the hell was that? My pen fell out of my hand. No, that sounded like that sounded like, sounded the, like a baby gate tumble into the ground. Speaking of the Empire with the heavy artillery cannon, <laughs> you've got this uh, this montage of them the, creating their defenses, the troop transports a la episode seven, you know, coming on down the Empire. The Empire seems very tough in this scene. Will that toughness live up to the hype? I don't know. We'll have to find out in just a few moments. Reva enters. I love the Inquisitor music. Bang. Comes across. I want to buy the Lego based on the music so I can, I can replay scenes. <laughs> uh, they are firing with the heavy gun. There, are, there is dialogue between characters about the roof, which is... I have a contentious opinion about this whole roof thing. Kenobi trusts Leia. Get her the ladder. We talked about earlier in episodes how he didn't trust anybody, so that's a nice change. Leia does her thing. Bale communicates with Kenobi, hopes he is safe. Tala and Ben chat. We get a little backstory on Tala. Never a good sign. Never a good sign when you're giving backstory on on a character. Uh, We learn of her experience. She started this. uh, Ben realizes that she started this when she kidnapped Leia. So this sort of gives him a little clue into the inside of maybe her motivations. Ben talks to Reva, figures out the motivations, and then we have flashbacks, you know, back to that. Uh, flashbacks of Order 66, which are very scary. Um, did you know, I'm just going to do an early noticement, that the entire Order 66 scene was CGI? Really? Everything. Not even, like, the, the of, of Hayden Christensen walking up with the clones is not real. It's wow. all computer. So Jeez. now knowing knowing that, seeing him live action with the clones behind him is sort of awesome. You know what I mean? With, so you're with, talking in the original tra- the prequel in, trilogy. In the Revenge of the Sith, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, chat, but I believe I read that it's entirely CGI. Wow. So but in Kenobi, it's real. Oh wow. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Pretty, pretty awesome. Pretty awesome. So that's pretty cool. Uh, he slaughtered him, and then I love this question that Reba Not puts cool. out. Do you really want Anakin dead? Yeah. Yeah, she went there. You really want him dead? And Kenobi sort of balks, right? Why didn't you save us, Obi-Wan? Reva's just traumatized. You know, what a great episode for Turn in the knife. Turn in yeah, the oh knife. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my. Because he was riding a space lizard. Obviously, that's the answer. <laughs> Uh, the door opens, and then you get Kenobi pushing, force pushing everybody back. Love that. That's that's Jedi Fallen Order levels of power right there. Force unleashed levels of power. We'll get to in a minute. Uh, the battle is literally chaotic the way it is shot, mm-hmm. but the stormtroopers can hit no one. Everybody survives. You're in a finite space. What is happening in this battle? I hate it. We're going to talk about more of it. Kenobi does do lots of defensive maneuvers, but I saw Order 66, so I know that doesn't last too long, so yeah. whatever. Um, Tala, let's see, uh, a soldier gets shot. I think it was the mom from the Haja episode. Uh, Tala is being a badass. Ned B is crushing it. Tala gets shot. There's an overwhelm- overwhelmingly amount of troopers. It's very Rogue One-like with uh, Ned B defending. I, there's a noticement of a light from the eyes of Ned B looking right on Tala's eyes, which was really cool. You would do like blink and you miss it. Uh, May the force be with you. I got to say, uh, Roe from Scarif had a alternative head cannon of this, where she should have said, 
may the force be and gets shot and drops a thermal detonator and then it explodes. That would have been balling. And that would, and, great. that would have been a good one, but that's okay. May the force be with you. Uh, thermal detonator, Haja, and then Haja updates on the roof. Like someone just died and we have this weird scene. And it was just, that kind of was a little hiccup. Uh, Vader is ready. Flashbacks. Anakin is strong, uh, is strong holding him. There are other ways to fight. Kenobi surrenders. We have another Leia scene. Reva, you're going to die soon. That's aggressive. Kenobi is hoping to turn Reva against Vader because all he'll see is me whispering. Flashback, your weapon's gone. Need for victory blinds you, Anakin. And what was the line of uh, Padawan you'll ever be? Vader enters, goes for Kenobi. Leia Lola scene. Vader walking with a purpose. Strong purpose. Leia fixes the roof. People getting ready to evacuate. Where's Tala? That's a terrible line for little Leia. Where's Tala? Haja drops a communicator like a doofus. Smoking gun. Vader stops the ship. Olive Force unleashed. What a scene. Kenobi best Vader in both the flashback and in real life, tricking him essentially, teaching the lesson. Until you overcome it, a Padawan, you will still be. Great line. Reva Vader. This is what I wrote. I'm going to read it exactly how I wrote it. Reva Vader battle is pure sex. It's great. It's awesome. Vader flicks the saber to her which is hilarious. Uh, let's see. We have disarms her, flashes to Order 66 happened. Did you really believe I did not see it, youngling? Grand Inquisitor is super sassy. Reva is down but not out to transport. Hyperdrive is failing. They are following us. Reva gets Saber, uh, sees communicator, hears message, hears partial message. Kenobi senses Reva, I think. Something's wrong. I'm sure it's nothing. Ends on a long shot of Kenobi's face. We transport the Tatooine, finishes off on young Luke, and we roll the credits. Lots, a lot of stuff. A lot of lot stuff happening. Oh, so yeah. much stuff. Mike, did I miss anything? Uh, yes. Earlier on, when you said, oh, happy birthday to Tommy, you forgot somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Yesterday... Was my birthday. Let's get down to business. <laughs> hey, so, he waited for you to go through the entire recap. <laughs> you want to know why? Because I knew he was going to say, "Did I forget anything?" anything. <laughs> All, right. All right. All right. Steve is in the chat. Happy birthday, Mike. What are you forty now? What is it? Thirty. Uh, I'm on the back nine of thirty. I'm thirty-six. You are on the back nine of thirty. Thirty-six. That's I'll good. be there. I'll be there next month, dude. I won't. I've got a few years. I'm Jesus's age right now, and I'm performing miracles left and right. Hanging out with you two it just is taxing, I got to say. Taxing. Oh. No, no, no. Happy birthday for sure. Thank you. Thank you for reminding me. I knew it was your birthday, but like when you share a birthday or something, or it's close to a kid's birthday, it doesn't matter anymore. It's Stop over. making excuses. All right. I'm <laughs> fine. Fine. <laughs> all right so that's our recap um a lot like i said lots of things happening in here thank you for joining us in to that recap and let's now pull out some of our top threes it's our top threes
Toppy threes. Oh, baby. Here we go. We've got some um, lots of great moments in here. We're obviously all going to have the same stuff. So uh, because it was Mike's birthday and he's a big deal, Mike, why don't you start us off <laughs> with one of your top moments of this episode and chat, please join in on our top threes. Hold on. Here we go. The chat feels bad for you. Thanks, Nicole. <laughs> um, uh, please write in some of your top moments into uh, chat so we can talk about them as we go along. Mike, eat us off. So my top, I had two, but my first one that I'm going to be is it's the first time I've ever had like a legit number one. Mm. I thought the uh, the flashbacks and how it set up the episode was one of the most, out of all the series, one of the most brilliant things they've ever done. Correct. So it set up beautifully the mm. cat and mouse game between mm. Vader and Obi-Wan, and it was genius. Mm -hmm. From jump, from jump, the, um, the, the first flashback where they're about to start the, uh, where they're about to start their little, lightsaber fight also rematch of the century not yet <laughs> quotations so the last words are obi-wan saying let's begin episode begins yes flashback number two uh they're they're dueling obi-wan says to vader you are too aggressive and the jedi goal is to defend life immediately cut to Vader launches his attack. Lock it down. Terrible move. Uh, number three, Anakin de-weapons Obi-Wan. Uh, admit you are beaten. Uh, then Obi-Wan gives up his saber, kind of admits defeat, and says there are other ways to fight. Flashback number four. Mm -hmm. Obi-Wan says the victory, uh, the need for victory blinds Anakin and Anakin uh, and Vader falls for the old hidden ship trick. <laughs> yes. He was, he was bamboozled. Yep. Number five, Obi-Wan defeats Anakin without the weapon. And you see the need to prove himself essentially blinding him still. Vader still has that Anakin arrogance where he's just going to be blinded by he always needs to win mm. and he lets them get away. Mm. And even the Reva flashbacks too, where I, I had chills at that yeah. first person view yeah. of when it flashes back to her looking at Anakin, looking back at her with the blue lightsaber and then Vader hits her in the stomach with the lightsaber and then you just see like VR falling down, looking up at Vader. I thought that this entire episode, flaws where they are, was one of the most like brilliantly designed episodes that I've yeah. seen of all out of yes. this, the two episodes, the two seasons of Mando and Book of Boba Fett. I thought that whole like flashback concept was amazing. Absolutely. Thank you for breaking it down. Uh, you, you, you did it. Great justice. Yes. Great justice. I just wrote beautiful, just beautiful. That's the, the three words I wrote in my tired state. 
Uh, <laughs> but you're you're 100 right in in how they built the episode off of the flashbacks, and then you saw a reference to it uh, every single time. And that's I'm going to reference that aspect in the one sentence summary. Stay tuned, everybody, uh, down the line. But man, these flashbacks, these flashbacks were be- just just beautiful. And just I feel like even though he had very minimal like dialogue, Hayden Christensen kind of upped his game acting wise. No, he crushed it. He crushed it. I thought, you know, it it literally transported me back to Attack of the Clones. Yeah. You know, it was like no time passed. And it may be, it may be a, a wrinkle here or there on the, you know, a little, uh, what do they call that? Um, crow's feet or something. Yeah, little crow's feet. <laughs> Other than that, I mean, it was, it was like blink in your, your episode two again. Yeah. And it was um, unbelievable. And it wasn't just rehashed scenes. It was, it was all new. Yep. Yeah. You know, and that was, and that was the great part of They took, they took great care into introducing Hayden back uh, carefully, um, just, I mean, the lightsabering was definitely like, it was a little raw. You know what I mean? Those scenes that, you know, their duel was as if like a master and Padawan, you know, like they were still kind of feeling each other out. It wasn't exactly clean, like the, the final battle in revenge, which it was very similar. I mean, there's similar beats to it. Of course. I really liked them knocking the saber out of his hand. They're like, bang, give me that, you know, and, and all that good stuff. But uh, yeah, no, Dames, what do you think about that? That, uh, that flashback scene? I mean, yeah, that was, that was, you know, one of my tops, not my top top, just because I had a one of those like holy bleep moments. But yeah. uh, I mean, Hayden, you know, you could tell he aged a little bit, but I'm glad that they didn't try and like digitally touch him up and then it might yeah. not look good. Like he looked great. This was definitely uh, for him, I think, a, a redemption moment because mm. so many people just hate on the prequels. So uh, all of these flashbacks and just like Mike said, the way that they like weave them into the current story was so good like sometimes you'll get that moment where we're in the present and you get one flashback and then that's it they did it consistently throughout the entire episode and it was just so good showing ben teaching um you know anakin about all these different lessons and kind of you know pretty much how he still hasn't really learned yeah um even though he's powerful and everything else like he's still at his core should have taken ben's advice a little bit more to heart so I really liked a lot of this stuff and it was just redemption for Hayden. Like I just was all on board for that. Just the fact that we got to see him finally, not in prosthetics, not in the suit and everything else. hundred percent loved it. Right. I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm trying to look up a scene real quick between Ben in a new hope, Ben Kenobi and Han Solo, where I believe you know, Han Solo is all about like, you know, getting into the fight. And Ben Kenobi says there's there's alternative ways to fighting, mm-hmm. right? Right before they get captured. Right. And that's what a beautiful connection to a new hope. That's exactly the scene, right? Right before they get tractor beamed and they're trying to figure out what to do. And, and he's like, hey, there's alternative ways to fighting. Like we don't have yes. to fight. We can hide if we have to. And that's what exactly what happens. You know, and he's like, oh, the old man had a had a trick or two or whatever. I forget. I forget the exact line. I'm I'm mad that I can't quite find it. But I believe that is that is accurate to it. Um, Nicole has a few top threes. One, young Reva, two, Tala and the Loader. 
and three Vader holding on to the ship, all good ones. Um, yeah, so that's good stuff. All right, so we've covered the I'm flash. sorry I took like literally no. a lot of great Dude, moments was, out of the top three. It's, so. it's an, an, no, I, actually, I appreciate <laughs> the, the complete one, two, three, four, five breakdown. I was hoping someone would do that because I was watching it today just going, man, there's a lesson in every single one of these flashbacks and it's absolutely incredible. So, so thank you for doing that. Um, Dames, what about, let's, let's, let's move on to a, another top moment in the, in the scene in this episode for us. So this is a, uh, a top and a bottom and I'll explain when we get to the bottoms, but I'll just talk about the tops. Mm -hmm. um, I like the Luke cliffhanger. Okay. I mean, like no matter what, I'm, I'm always going to be a sucker for Luke Skywalker. Um, and Luke then I'll get to like that. I'll get to it in the bottoms as well. But just okay. the fact that it looks like we're going back to Tatooine. They know yeah. where Luke is. So we sort of um, have to, right? Yeah, you, you kind of do. I'm just curious if that's going to lead to like some kind. I doubt it's going to lead to some sort of reunion between Luke and Leia, obviously, because, you know, the kiss and all that other stuff that goes on. But yeah, that's interesting. Um, I do like the the cliffhanger of like him just sleeping in his bed. It's like they found that. Oh, crap. Haja just like dropped the ball, literally. Um so there was that, but that was, that was one of my tops. That was like my third um, Hayden was my first. And I have one that's number two. Okay. All right. That's interesting. I did not have Luke part of my top threes. Um, so, so that's a nice, that's a nice new one. It's interesting because they've really focused away from the Luke storyline because right. he's really essential, right. To the entire trilogy, uh, except for the last Jedi and um, <laughs> Rose in the chat. So I said it on purpose and uh, welcome, bro. <laughs> So what are they going to do with them? I mean, there's dumb rumors out there that they're going to kill him off and it was a clone the whole time. Stupid. Stop it. Yeah. Um, but like, will this just lead? Like, was this an added scene because of the potential for a season two? You know, was this original to the series? Right. Honestly, it didn't. That scene didn't really need to be in there at all. They could have. I, I actually almost didn't write it. Like, you know how I forgot that line of the line of Lola last week, Mike? Mm -hmm. This time I almost forgot the Luke ending because I thought the ending shot on Kenobi was enough Agreed. for the episode to end. But then I'm like, what the, what, why are we going to tattooing? This is weird, right? So it's, it's very interesting that I, I, I feel like this was an add-on um, towards the end of the production cut. Because if you think about it, as we're watching the show, they can go, huh, well, we've got a few weeks. We've got three and a half weeks to figure this out. Mm -hmm. We want to add on to. It. I mean, they do it all the time. They take down the show, they re-edit, they retouch it up, and they re-upload it. I mean, did you see the beginning? Due to all the wonderful uh, things America has gone through, the disclaimer at the beginning of the episode. It's true of this one and the first one, so they can really just add whatever they need to add in terms of uh, violence and and whatever. So yeah, and uh, with with that, it kind of brings up in like in a new hope nine years later when obi-wan has aged terribly <laughs> like nobody really knows who luke is really nobody remembers who obi-wan is either right it's old so man. there's 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 a bunch of loose ends to tie up here yeah of yeah. how like vader kind of for well not necessarily vader doesn't necessarily know about luke right now so reva could get got and then that trail ends there but True. yeah yeah i think I, I prediction prediction wise we have to 
they have to figure out how they're going to tie in. Yeah. Right. They, and this is the beauty of the puzzle of, of how I was talking with a friend. We were talking Kenobi on the phone. He actually called me and I was, what's going on? You called me twice. He goes, oh, I want to talk Star Wars. And I'm like, okay. All right. Let me call you back. I have to put the kids a bit of it. And I talked to him and we were just chatting. He was just trying to figure out. I always love talking to, to people who are like outside of the realm of the nerdum and want to try to figure it out. So I was helping him parse it through. And he's like, but how is that going to connect with like the movies? And I go, we don't know yet. And I think that's the beauty of it. Like, we don't know. Um, and I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Even my dad, he goes, hey, you've been watching Kenobi? And I'm like, of course no, I'm not. No, I'm not a Star Wars No, fan. I'm not. I've, I've actually, have, I've canceled my Disney Plus subscription. <laughs> um, and I said, okay. So I said, it comes out Wednesday. Uh, when you watch it, call me. And then we're going to record a little segment. So we might have a Papa, Papa C. Papa uh, Cheese. Papa Cheese on the, on the podcast as a video segment. We'll see. We'll, yes. we'll see. We'll see, my man. He's got to come through for me. We're going to make it happen. Um, so, yeah. All right. So, so moving on, moving on. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, thanks for the chats. If you do have a top moment in the episode, throw that into there. If you're listening to this on podcast, you can't see that. So watch it on YouTube or something. Okay. Well, there's, there's both of my top moments end with Vader, of course. And let's just, I feel one is a little more ridiculous than the other and one's cooler than the other, but both are great. So I'll start with, of course, him stopping the ship in midair mm -hmm. and he's, he's walking with a purpose and we all knew what was going to happen. Now, if, if you're not familiar with Vader in the comics, Vader in the comics is ridiculous. He's overpowered. There's a very particular Star Wars scene where there's three squadrons of X-Wings doing training runs. And this, is, uh, this takes place between Empire Strikes Back and, and Return of the Jedi. And Vader is searching for Skywalker. Like, this is his mission to search for Skywalker, the kid who blew up the Death Star, more or less, right? And he's searching, and he's searching, and he comes upon this planet. And they're like, oh, it's a single TIE fighter. Should we engage? And it's Vader's TIE fighter. And they <laughs> fire, they realize this, and they all fire their proton torpedoes at him, and he stops them in air like Neo from the Matrix, points them back at each ship, and they're all dead. Not even a chance. Like, they're just all dead in space. Jeez. And, like, it's unbelievable vision, visions of, of Vader. And if I had to be honest, the original trilogy Vader stinks compared to what we're seeing in oh, live yeah. action right now. Okay, so he force chokes people across Zoom. Yeah, we get it. He's badass, but he's also like 55 years old at this point, so he's tired, and we get it. You know what I mean? It's no big deal. He's, he's coming to the pension. He's probably not doing well. You know, the, He's got one foot out the door. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. He's got one mechanical toe out the door. You know, the 401 Emperor K, the 401 Midichlorian is not really doing well. And, you know, the, the, the Empire's on the down, on the downstroke. No pension. But, but, but this Vader, this reckless, aggressive Vader is what the fans need and, and hoped for in a Luke sequel trilogy. Mm -hmm. And they're, they're attempting, they're doing their best at making, at making it up to, to the fandom of giving us you know the Luke scenes in Mando, the Luke scenes in Book of Boba Fett's part Mando 2.575. Uh, they're giving us Vader 
<laughs> they're giving us Vader scenes. They brought back Hayden. They are doing so much to make up for the sequel trilogy. It's not even funny. We should do it. We could do a dissertation on this. But what a wonderful and I, and I mean, this is really uh, I my my barometer is Kate watches this. I watch it and I go, "Hey, right, you want to watch this?" And she's just like, "You brought a ship down." I went, "Yeah, yeah, mm, he sure did, didn't he?" And he goes. He's pretty mean. <laughs> he's very, he's very mean. Um, so yeah, just the idea of you know just force. If you if you want if you played Force Unleashed, I mean it's right out of the Force Unleashed playbook. Force Unleashed was a great game. Highly recommend you playing it. But Star Killer, I believe, was his was his name Star Killer. I think it was. Um, brings down a Star Destroyer. Oh, the base was named after him. Right. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and that actually might be a reference. And uh, it's more, I think the Starkiller is a reference to the original Luke Skywalker, which was Stark, Luke Starkiller, the manuscript. I'm referring to George and Lucas and his genes. Um, <laughs> but, uh, God, I hate myself. I'm so tired. Um, it was either, I think it had to be like at the end of the game where you bring down a star. <laughs> there he is, my man. Here he is. I don't know. I don't know if he can actually fit in this Stormtrooper suit, but. Oh, they right, did it anyway, yeah. and I'm very thankful. So it looks great. It looks great. <laughs> this, that, that box looks a little bento. No, I'm just kidding. The cards. No, the cards that's why I ordered two. I'm good. Oh, I'm good. Perfect, perfect, perfect. <laughs> um, that was just such. And then he, you know, the ship rips it down, rips open the ship, and he's like, "Where is everybody?" And then like, pew, another <laughs> ship takes off, which I think is so dumb. <laughs> we'll get to that in the bottom. Um, but but what a great what a great you know demonstration of the force. And the power of the force. And we don't we didn't get that a lot uh, in our original movies. We got a, a decent amount in the prequel trilogy. Of course, we got it a lot in like Clone Wars and Rebels and things of that nature. But like live action, this is where it's at. Yep. <sighs> I'm tired. <laughs> that was a lot. Like I feel I feel physically tired. My stamina bar is low. I'm going to need to cook something. All right. Mike, do you have that as one of your tops? I did well. I, I it pretty much included in like my flashback kind of like all that like Vader stuff was kind of mm -hmm. included in my flashback stuff. But I loved the uh, conversation through the blast door between Obi Wan and mm -hmm. Reva, and I thought that was some of uh, Moses Ingram's best acting in the series. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Oh yeah, she was great in that sequence, um, especially when Obi Wan was like. You knew who Vader was. How did, yeah? How did you know you called him Anakin? And then she goes in and tells a story about how she had to play dead, and she drops yeah. that line of like, "I felt their bodies go cold." Oof. I was like, "Ooh, ooh, Mikey, just, Mikey, no likey." And <laughs> I, I hate to bring it up, but it just—it's Uvaldi. It's the exact thing yeah. that happened in Uvalde. And that's exactly. a disclaimer. And it's like, mm -hmm. I just want this to be science fiction. I want it to be all fake. But unfortunately, it's more real than any of us actually think. And it's it's really trauma. I mean, yep. she's gone through some trauma to have this nine. She's nine. Well, I don't know how old she is in Order 66, nine, 10 years old. Like mm -hmm. 19, nine, nine years of revenge plot. But also think about this. Like Star, Star Wars, in my opinion, I was talking to Marissa about this the other day. It takes a lot from events that have happened in the mm -hmm. world. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like when I literally, the Inquisitors, I think of the Spanish Inquisition. Okay. Where mm -hmm. they were literally killing anyone who wasn't a Catholic. 
yeah. this case, they're killing anyone who is a Jedi. Yeah, all right. I'm with you. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, it's... People just see this as a, you know, a science fiction story. Like, any Star Wars, they just see it as a science fiction story, but they take it a lot based on mm-hmm. events that ha- have happened in real life, and Order 66 is Uvalde. Yeah. <laughs> you said yeah. it. It's, a, it's a unbelievable, yeah. Uh, Dames, what do you think of the Vader ship scene? So that was, um, once again, just kind of like the Luke cliffhanger, like a yeah. top end, a little bit of a bottom. And you kind of hit the nail on the head with, he was so, like, he pulled that ship, and I'm just like, holy crap, like, they're done. Yeah. And he rips it open, nobody's in there, and the other one just goes, and like, <laughs> we're just like, you could have done that again? Like, I don't, I don't know, but... Yeah. Yeah, and it, I, 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 I it, the same thing. It probably like, exhausted him still. Like, you know, use your like, left hand, idiot. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, that was um that was just like a, a holy crap moment. Just seeing him just one hand, like casual, not even like not frantic. you can't see his face, but not frantic panicking. Just here you go, pull you down. There you go. You guys are done. And then well, he used his other him. hand to rip open the ship, so he had no free hands. Okay, this is fair. This is you know, it's absolutely fair. I'm actually okay Was with to put a foot up. <laughs> now we're talking no, about no. the crane kick. Save this, for, save this for the only fans section. Get that put those feet back on the ground. Um I'm a, I'm like eerily as overpowered Vader is, I'm okay with him having slightly stamina bar, so he's not just yeah. like he's not ridiculous, you right? So, you know, he pulls the ship down. I was actually listening for the breathing. I was wondering if his breathing was going to change, like him getting, you know, short, short of breath, short of breath, you know, whatever. Because we get that in Return of the Jedi when they're really battling. You get the, you know, you get like a quicker pace of the breathing. Um, but yeah, I mean, this, I mean, this per, I don't know if, if this is one of yours, but I think it segues perfectly into the, into the uh, choreography, the wonderful choreography of the Reva Vader fight. And oh, yeah. and how it it went through these like stage one no saber, stage two, both saber, stage three you get no saber again, and it's just like unbelievable. I mean, uh, Meg Meg said it really great here, where uh, stopping the ship in the midair is a definite top for me, along with him toying with Riva, toying with her, him fighting unarmed aside from the force and giving Riva part of her saber back, chef's kiss like. He tosses it like you want to do this no problem but just the 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 very um i, I don't know i'm not really familiar with uh, like fighting styles like like karate and, and whatever but just to be the ability to stop and move and like no <laughs> i'm just gonna lift this up and push you away and the, the sheer power and and double vision that vader has um there's a great book canon's new disney canon you know it's it's the thrawn the new thrawn series not the era to the empire series but the way they write vader slash anakin is they write in these like italicized double vision and they they write out what the force is doing person on left about to fire gun saber up deflected person on right about to swing knife saber right or force push right and like they he he literally like types out what the force is doing for double vision and that was this scene encompassed of just knowing every move i mean 
Reva sneaking up on Vader. We're like, it's not, it's not gonna work. Never. And then just the slow turn with the hand. And you're like, oh boy, she's dead. He slows the spinning saber. Sl- slows it down. No problem. Give it to me. And and lots of, I mean, I'm sure you saw it. A little bit of the flashback intensity between Obi-Wan and Kenobi. Lots of mm-hmm. s- similar sort of things. Pulling the saber from her, you know? And then going in Count Dooku style. And just everything about it. I mean, it's a beautiful scene. I mean, it, it's one of the best kind of lightsaber battle scenes I think ever in in live action. Mall mall scene, I think of course the prequel mall, always great. Revenge of the Sith is I think it's gimmicky because they're equal. Uh, you know, it's like it's just a lot of show. It's showmanship. Like they're and they both force push each other like okay, they're the same same level, same skill. Who's going to give? Over CGI'd too. Yeah, like yeah. Like it's just, you know, it's one of those things. Obviously, part, you know, episode four is not going to give you anything great. Return of the Jedi is probably your best battle, choreographed battle, I guess. But there's just a lot of rage. Like, there's no, uh, my friend Will brings up a great point. We're going to have him on the podcast one day. But like, during this time, there's, there's no such thing as like saber theory. Nobody's practicing against each other. So there is no technique that is, is like, great like the idea of uh of igniting like a, a cheap way of dueling would be unigniting your saber switching hands and then igniting your saber again even the sith thought that was weak in technique from what i'm from what will you know will's telling me so they came up with like form one form two form whatever so and they follow these sort of like rules but that was thousands of years ago <laughs> So over time, the evolution of the saber really has gone down. And if you notice, Vader doesn't really like form up. He just goes and he attacks and he's aggressive. Um, Wherever, I mean, I guess you can read about techniques in the ancient texts that Yoda (laughs) mentions. But like, look at Yoda and Palpatine's lightsaber battle. It's horrible. It's probably one of the worst ones because it's it's it doesn't make sense. He's just flipping around. Which chapter was the flippy lightsaber one? You know, so there's there's not a lot going there. Um, I think you need I would to be a certain that, height. I might be right. able to pull it off. We'll see. Exactly. I would think <laughs> if if there is down the line some High Republic movies, I think that's when you're going to see proper, proper in quotes lightsaber fighting. You know, Qui Gon and Maul was probably like the best of it all. And then this was kind of like a hybrid of uh, Reva Invader was like a hybrid of everything. So that's just my sort of opinion on the lightsaber sort of thing with a little bit of influence from from Will, who, of course, produces BackingTrack.gg, a wonderful musical interlude of everything. So, yeah, so that's my top threes for me. Um, does anybody else have any other top threes that, that, uh, that we did not mention? Just raise your hand and fire away. Just one thing. I think you derailed one of my tops and went from the... Thank you. Reva to Darth Va- uh, to Vader duel when I was okay. talking about Rita and Obi-Wan. Okay. Okay. Well, happy birthday. <laughs> happy birthday to me. Well, happy birthday to you, sir. So, 
by the way, I am out of drink right now. So my, I'm, I'm like, how long is the next like list of grievances where I could run to my beer fridge in my basement, grab beer and come back? I think I could get it. I We're think gonna I find out. We're, We're gonna, gonna sure out. as shit find out. Stretch, stretch, for sure. For sure. So um, there's one line I did want to mention from the the Riva Obi Wan uh, conversation was, "You're not serving him, you're hunting him." Ooh. Which would have led perfectly into you know the Riva Darth battle, but you know you just completely derailed what I was saying. We're going to keep this episode nice and lean. Nice and lean, as I would say. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, Megan picks up a good point. How many times should Reva have been dead by now? Well, I truly believe <laughs> she died in this episode. I also believe that after ratings, they said, how can we get this person to survive? Um, so I do think there's a little bit of post-production magic. Do you going. think that revenge line was just like thrown in there then? Oh, yeah, for sure. I think that was... Revenge like, does wonders for the will to live. A hundred percent. Don't you think? Yeah, a great, another great line. Oh, God. Yeah. An incredible line. That was and, definitely my top line from this episode. It was just... Because you knew he wasn't dead. He oh, yeah, up. yeah. That was great to see him Drops back. And his grand inquisitor. <laughs> like, what, a, what a dude. What a dude. Oh, my gosh. That's awesome. All right. Mm-hmm. Takes his Disney pin back. <laughs> I thought I saw that pin at the uh, Savi's workshop when I was uh, making my lightsaber. I'm pretty sure I have that same pin. I'm telling you, it's just black and red, but I believe I have the gold version. Still I cool, and I need one. So- it's, the you, it's the you, me, and Dupree best man pin. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, all right, all right, all right. Enough of the top threes. Enough of your positivity. Let's bring it down into negativity land and let's see if Mike can make it back in our list of grievances. Let's time it go. Next up, our list of grievances. General Kenobi. Oh. <laughs> that was great. Perfect timing. Perfect timing. Well done and well done. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh my goodness! Ooh, everybody's getting stabbed in the stomach in this episode, and Qui Gon Jinn's pissed off. Oh yeah, all about it, and that's kind of where we can begin a little Jet- bit. Jedi don't think about revenge. That is true. That is true. Um, all right, so we definitely have some list of grievances. I know Chat has some list of grievances. Megan says he made it, <laughs> <laughs> which is great. Uh, Nicole, cheers, Megan. It has nothing to do with the actress. Let the Sith be the Sith. It comes down to the writing. Yeah, they're definitely, I mean, the idea of the Sith is like no mercy, right? And there was always two, but are the Inquisitors Sith? Right? No, they're not, right? Because there can only be two. But Vader likely ends her and makes sure she doesn't get back up. I mean, that's that's probably what should have happened, but it is what it is, I guess, at this point. Um that's Star Wars today. It is what it is. <laughs> you know, there's nothing much we <laughs> can do. Take it or leave it. Take it. You take it or leave it. Unfortunately, keep making them. And um, you know, they they spent so much time on the big screen with with gaps and lots of speculation and discussion boards and and you got your your information from the magazine Star Wars Insider and now you're just getting waterfalled like you're getting waterboarded with Star Wars content right now and it's hard to breathe. 
uh, sometimes. So we can it can definitely be frustrating. I hated every scene involving Haja and Leia in this episode. I hated them. I thought the timing and the lines were poorly executed, especially after Tala gets killed. Spoiler alert. <laughs> and why are you here if you haven't watched the episode? Um, why are you listening? And it's somber. And Roken's like, please tell me we're close. And then it's like a whisper down the lane, like, are we close? Not yet. She says not yet. Everybody heard her, Haja. You literally don't have to repeat that line. Like, I just felt like everything, like, Haja just was in episode two on Dayu, be your eccentric self. Yes. Great. Haja, you went backwards. You are silly. And I do not like you as a character as of right now because I felt you did not deliver your lines. And I felt the Leia scenes were just a little too long. It took too long for her to find Lola. You know, like Lola, the Lola is not Lola. So the thing should have noticed, the robot should have noticed that she was tinkering around and should have attacked her right away. I would have preferred her having to sort of disassemble Lola just a bit. And then, you know, you know, whatever. I don't know. But I just felt like it, the pacing of those scenes for me did not hit properly. I was not I was also not a fan. This uh, this was Leia's weakest episode. Yes. This yeah. was one hundred percent Leia's weakest episode and I I just got annoyed at the uh the scenes of her looking at a bunch of wires and <laughs> Like she's just looking at them, not doing anything. Right. She's just like, "I'll shoot it." <laughs> and they, they said, "It's a red breaker." Well, there's a large red line going across, <laughs> and she magically finds the tracker on Lola after Lola's like. Man, I'm gonna buzz around your face like a bee. She, she <laughs> What's it this? Off like, a, like a tick off a like a dog with no hair. It was like, oh, here yeah. this is. Bleep, good to go. It's, yeah. it's not. It's 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 not a gripe on her. And I see it in the chat. Like, yeah. the, I, it 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 was just really lazy writing mm -hmm. of like a kid looking at a bunch of wires and like, which one do I cut or touch? Yeah, and I'm I don't have enough time to go into those vents. And like every scene was not even her like sifting through the wires. It was just her staring at them. Right. Just like, not yet. Like it would have been cool. Like, all right, I, I'm gonna make this analogy to to Ray in the Wrath Tars. And at least she's like, click, button, bang, bang. I mean, she's making mistakes to it, but she's like trying. Like it would have been cool if she's trying stuff, but like different things are going haywire. But maybe they thought about that and said, well, it's kind of, we don't have enough time for that because we have a, an incredible battle going. Like, there was no hurry. Leia was not in a rush to figure this out. No. Meanwhile, there's 49 stormtroopers bearing down, and she's not in a rush. Like, Hodger should have been yelling at her. There should have been pressure. There should have been something going down. Hey, you can't. You you can't, you can't rush someone like that. You can't rush a little kid. You're going to damage their confidence if you yell at them like that. How dare you? This takes place in a galaxy. 
<laughs> so this is a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Not twenty. It's true. This is this is you a know, long time ago. Different, different uh, aspect. Okay. Then they never would have let her up there. <laughs> <laughs> get her the ladder. All right. Where'd they get a ladder? Why are there ladders in space? I don't know. Like, I thought the same thing. <laughs> Why isn't there like a like a load? Like a jetpack. Just like jump. A, a gravity elevator, like like a portable gravity elevator, right? If they can, if they can, um, you know, get her like, a screwdriver and some measuring tape. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Get her a toner probe and a network cable tester. Anywho's, all right, dames. I know, I know, you've got some some things to share. Go ahead. Yeah, so I got a dog walking around right now. That's something to share. Um, no, I, I kind of just felt like that, and that was one of my my bottoms as well. I felt like they just put her in there to protect her or to like keep from having too many scenes where it's like, watch out, there's blasters. Watch out, there's people. Like, where's Leia? Yeah, uh, this, yeah, the yeah. Like, they just kind of tucked her away in that little corner so they could be like, okay, good. That's like less of worrying about where she is at the current moment that we have to worry about. So. Um, I was right there with you. Um, so I was talking about the Luke cliffhanger and for me, it was, I said, a top and a bottom. And for me, it was kind of a bottom as well is just because like, I know obviously Obi-Wan and Luke are connected. Um, mm. but I was really hoping that we wouldn't, and we still may not see like Luke or at least this young actor of Luke. Act. I kind of like the distant, far away, yeah. you know, watch you from a distance, protect yeah. you from a distance as I can. So I, I'm hoping that they don't go into, oh, we're going to try and capture Luke and stuff. Because I also have other questions, like what happens to Uncle Ben and Peru? Like, I mean, didn't they just go and live peacefully for another nine years, age terribly and get smoked by stormtroopers? So um, that was a little bit of a bottom for me, just because I don't know where they're going with it yet. It might change once we see the episode tomorrow, but uh, I wasn't like too thrilled that they, they're relying on like Luke and Leia. I kind of wanted to see Ben go on his own adventures with some things. Yeah. Yeah. There's um, a shout out to Martin uh, in the chat. He's joined us. Thank you for your, your comments and Scarif. It's called a repulsor lift. Okay. Fine. I get it. No, it's fine. Um, <laughs> yeah. There's uh, yeah. She definitely, I don't know. She just, uh, Maybe maybe this will pan out. We need to she like Grogu like gets in the way in Mando. Like he's right. like in the way. Like we need to get her out of the way now so like things can happen properly. So well, you know, that's that's a that's a great, 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 great. And the thing like like I said before, in a new hope, nobody really knows who Owen, Maru, uh, yeah. Luke, any of them are. So like there there has to be that cut off where Reba knows who Luke is at this point or like at least knows that Owen is involved somehow right and she has to die so that information never gets back to Vader and yeah. they just kind of leave Owen alone yeah she she has enough information to give her some clues convenient clues as they mm -hmm. would say um boy ch children um Tatooine which According to our wonderful military people, you never put that type of information in a message <laughs> for the exact reason of what is happening. You, 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 you know, you put it in coded, coded message, like fulcrum would have been a more appropriate uh, messaging system at this point, but it's not there just yet. So um, they're still learning. The, re the rebellion is not quite there just yet. And they're learning through all of these little, little mistakes. Um, 
we've already mentioned it, but the convenience of the second ship. Yeah. Taking off physics, physics wise. I know it's the a old sp- hidden ship <laughs> trick. Sp- <laughs> I know it's a spaceport and we're supposed to believe like, but the, the first ship was like, and the second ship uh, just had went from zero to 90,000 miles an hour. <laughs> Everybody got whiplash. Um, <laughs> and it, us, of wait, course, no, there are no seatbelts on that thing. <laughs> Unless They're of course sitting atop the <laughs> floor. Unless of course they pulled a Han Solo and and left orbit at light speed. Never. <laughs> what is it? What does he say? I never asked that question until I've done it. <laughs> is that going to work? I've never asked that question until I've done it. Yeah. <laughs> and then that's what breaks the hyperdrive. And <laughs> yeah, right, well, that would that would make sense. Yeah, for sure, the hyperdrive. And maybe maybe they had to push the engine to. Actually, does make a little sense if the hyperdrive doesn't work. They may have, they may went a little bit sublight to to get them out of here. Like Vader's there, that ship's not moving. We need to punch it a bit to get us out of here, and I, that that's plausible. That's plausible, but hey, not not a great. I mean, just kind of just kind of cheesy cheese cheese right there for me, um, for that sort of thing. Um, Dame 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 Dames, what you got? So, um. So I liked and, and like obviously you know we're talking about like tragic events happening in America and stuff, but uh, the bottom for me was just the Riva reveal because like we all saw it coming. We all mm-hmm. knew that it was okay. Well, she's probably one of the Order sixty six children that somehow survived, and it wasn't like a big twist. Um, so that kind of was a bottom for me, just because we all saw it coming. Yeah, not the actual like twist and the reveal itself because i do think that was very well done um but just the fact that we saw it coming which was you know usually i mean i'm not that eagle-eyed to like be like oh this is definitely going to happen this is going to be something that you know we see happen or revealed to us in a later episode but uh i was just kind of a little let down by that because we all saw that coming from a mile away it would have been cool if she was just some other sort of character but the reveal itself was good. Just the fact that we all knew it was coming was a bottom for me. Yeah, they could have kept a little mystery. I mean, we call, I mean, I didn't call it out. I know I read it from someone who probably like frame by frame goes through each scene and then like tries to see stuff. And I mean, we talked about it maybe episode two, I think that was like, this is probably a revenge plot. Like, which is a great, I think it's a great storyline. I think it's a great right. backstory. I mean, right. I think everything about it is executed fine. It just accepts. 100%. Except the viewer today is much smarter. You know, we're, we're, we're much smarter than people who were like trying to figure out Lost when yeah. it was on TV live <laughs> at 8 p.m. on ABC's Thursdays. And like we had notepads. I remember like taking notes during the episode going like, what <laughs> like you can read, you have the convenience of rewatching and rewatching and rewatching and rewatching. Yep. While on regular cable, like it was like you had to either record it if you were psycho, um, DVR it, which didn't really come until later. Uh, but but the live show, and then like when's the rerun happening? Then you would kind of pick up on it. But that took actual work to, right. to do that. This you can just, I mean, in in two clicks, I can screen record the entire Kenobi series and create a video out of it and and make it and just change things if I really wanted to. Like the technology for me is a little easy to do that. So yeah, I can, 
I can I can totally see the predictability of that. We're just smarter. Just like just like Megan says too. Like I mean, we're in that age where it's like YouTube speculation videos and Reddit yeah. threads and yeah. all Twitter, everything is like and yeah. this and this. And even like the mainstream like websites are picking up on these articles now and posting it like, oh, could Reva be one of the Order 66 children right. that survived? So did you know that Reva was seen in the Order 66 uh, <laughs> flashbacks in part one? Like we're gonna get that TikTok video. Um, I also think you're a little jaded because the Stranger Things writing is just outstanding. And uh, you're, you're really putting Kenobi on a pedestal. I actually do not agree with anybody who's comparing and contrasting Stranger Things to Kenobi. No, I think it's two separate properties. No no. Anybody who makes a video on that. I bad, think they're both terrific. Bad sauce. And they're their own separate universes, own separate things. Like, don't don't mix them together. Pretty much, pretty much, pretty much. Uh, Mikey, do you have any any uh, grievances? I have a a grievous. A grievous. So for me, it wasn't necessarily that I I we all saw the 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 twist coming. I'm more concerned with her arc, where I don't necessarily know what she's trying to accomplish and do is she just scorched earth now where everybody's an enemy and she's just trying to get vader kenobi uh grand inquisitor everyone Ooh. like i i don't what is her and i i, I there is- make reva a more this episode made reva the most confusing character in this Without because killing her, you mean? Like without, with, without killing her. Photo. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Without killing her, this episode made Reva so much more confusing to me. Because I could understand, like, oh, she's using Kenobi as Nensu Amin, and that's the end of her story, or she dies, whatever. But now that she's staying alive, now that she's going to be alive, what's her endgame? Where, where does her story arc conclude? I have a Obviously bold. with her dying at some point. Sure, sure. Bold prediction... She becomes the enemy in Jedi Survivor. Cal Kestis finishes her off. It's just a, I, if that's true, if that that's true, true that then would... what what we saw was planned. Mm-hmm. But to change a game in development right now to suit the story of a TV show would be very strange indeed. Yes. I would appreciate it. That would be cool. But we'd probably get a little bit more live action of her if I had to take a guess. But you're right. It's very confusing. It would have been easy to say, you tried this for 10 years and you still failed and now you're dead. What a tragedy. What a great story of tragedy. That, that's, a, that's an amazing end to a, a great character in the show. Yeah. But, yeah. no. Mm. Very interesting. All right. Rewrites. <laughs> Re- <laughs> revites revites ah. Um, ah. <laughs> i have a grievance with a line a grievance or a grievous <laughs> i don't remember it's a grievous i have i have a i, I have a missed opportunity okay and i don't know why and this is uh, my chat's gonna go bonkers for this because some people like Luna grow up and waiting for this particular line. And I think we could have had it. So 
Reva's crawling, gets a lightsaber, listens to the message, cuts back, hyperdrive has failed. Kenobi is like going through PTSD. And Roken's like, What's are you okay? And he says, Something's wrong. Why didn't he say, I have a bad feeling about this? That, first off, would have been great Easter egg, one. Two, would have worked better than something's wrong. And just overall, as a Star Wars-y lore thing, would have been incredible. Because that would have given me chills. I have a bad feeling, like, oh, damn. Like, they usually use it as a comedy. Like, it's a comedy thing. This would have been a different tone of using that. And and I think that was a, I, I can't believe they didn't use it. I mean, something's wrong. It's exactly the same thing as saying, I've got a bad feeling about this. It's like they typed it into Grammarly and restructured it. Like, how can we say I've got a bad feeling about this, but not say it? <laughs> oh, something's wrong. Replace. You know, I don't know, man, but I, I've got an issue. I've got an issue with, with that missed opportunity. Your, your thoughts. That would have been awesome. Mm, phenomenal. Mm. Different line, like, you know, a, a familiar line, a popular line yeah. delivered in a completely different way. That would have been really cool. Yeah. And again, I'm not, I'm sure I'm not the only person um, that thought about that, but it's uh, definitely missed opportunities in the chat for sure. Um, we, we are in a grand. All right. Final, final call for grievances, boys. I'm good. I got two little minor, like nitpicky things. Okay. Number one is when, they uh they breach the uh they breach the door the blast door you hear tala scream run for your lives <laughs> i didn't hear that at all they're not running for their lives at all <laughs> they're standing there and she's literally in the middle of a room the easiest target to hit and survives just blasting everybody yeah number 2 <laughs> Run for your life. I get it. I have to rewatch just that part now. <laughs> it's chaos. I watched it today and I was watching it with a purpose and was like, all right, the people with the shields are getting tagged up pretty good. Kenobi is doing a good job at like sabering a lot, but you know, somebody should be getting hit <laughs> just by sheer numbers. All right. So, number two, when uh, Reva's ship and all the stormtroopers come running out of the ship and they stormtroopers are yelling attack when all they're doing is getting in formation they're like attack steady fire i'm like you're getting information in formation and you're not firing at all you're beyonce right now i missed that as well what get in formation (laughs) oh my god that is funny I, I saw that on the uh, on uh, the closed caption. I was like, why are they yelling attack? That's a closed door. I, I do think sometimes that closed captioning is more AI driven <laughs> than anything, but it's also. Oh, no, I heard the attack. <laughs> okay, well, then that's the. Then the sound engineer will not be winning an Emmy anytime soon. Unfortunately. <laughs> um, the series retitled Kenobi, the series of missed opportunities. <laughs> But 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 something to be said that wonderful moments in this and that's what's crazy is that despite the list of grievances, the amount of greatness that we've gotten out of this show 
it, you know, despite the the flack and the the uh, the uh, canon junkies and the EU junkies, it's been a great ride so far. I mean, I, I've what a great rewatchable series. No matter what it is, um, you can go right from prequel trilogy stuff and watch Kenobi and be completely sad. You got to remember, it, they have to separate themselves from the <coughs> excuse me the animated shows, right? So you can go from PT right to Kenobi right to OT hopefully and uh, with seamlessness i think i think the kenobi series like through the first through the five episodes so far has made the prequel trilogy like good so good so good absolutely more purposeful for sure yeah more nicole, context to everything nicole's grievous is just reva nothing against the actress but let vader be vader and take care of business agreed Agreed, and we covered, we certainly covered that. I agree for sure. All right. Let's get on to our little tips and little trickies, our little noticements of the episode. Time for the noticements. <laughs> it cuts off like a psycho, like bang. You know, it's, <laughs> it just ends. So aggressive. So, okay. Um, you may have noticed that each one of these episodes sort of closely resembles like an episodic arc in uh, the original movies. And the thing that I picked up on, I also write these without doing any real research or listening to shows or podcasts. So again, if I feel like I'm repeating other people's ideas, it's not intentional. It's just what I'm seeing. The defense of the base really reminded me of the Hoth defense yes uh, because they had to you know they they were trying to get people out and they needed time and there's a ground battle and a transport that needs to leave and vader essentially seeing the final ship evacuate so i thought that was a really good uh reference point to empire strikes back the hot scene uh specifically threat you know sprinkled throughout that episode so it uh, definitely had some good flavors, and you would think Vader <laughs> in Empire Strikes Back. I the Battle of Hoth. There, there should be a. We should do a whole thing on how dumb that battle is, and how it could have been handled differently from the Empire. But we've had so many ideas of episodes that we should we'll have done that have never come we'll to fruition. I'm still waiting for our solo episode. <laughs> yes, right. We do have to do the solo episode. We'll do it after Kenobi because it should lead into Solo, right? Kenobi should lead Ooh. into Solo. We could do that. Um, but yeah, Orlando. I thought, I thought, hey, hey no, I would love. I, I, I did, I did love the, I love to see the little little references squeaked in there. And uh, for me, this closely resembled Hoth. So there's my first noticement. Mikey, what'd you, what, what, what say you? This is more of a question. Do you think, like, after the. Uh... After the stormtroopers got bowling balled by Riva and they just like, you know, 7-10 split. <laughs> they were just talking mad shit on Riva. They were like, why didn't she just use her lightsaber to open the door anyway? <laughs> why do we have to blast the door so much? She could have just opened it. <laughs> I have a grievous about how she says the word fire. I think she could have just pointed. I think that would have been more menacing, like just point to the gun and mm -hmm. then fires instead of her, light it up! Nope. Reaver, relax. 
Her delivery's a little like some of the lines, the way she says them, the delivery's like a little weird. Yeah, she's for me. at an eleven at all times. <laughs> Even with she a little is, girl, I'm like, have a heart. Come she on. She is now. my kids at six in the morning when I have not had a cup of coffee just yet. Can we do the bounce house? Can we do the bounce house? Can we I want juice house? and yeah. chocolate milk. Yes. Okay, you got it. Please, I'm sorry. Jeez. Oh my gosh. But yeah, um, <laughs> that's a good point. Good noticement. Good noticement. Flip it to you, Dame. You got? Um, just little stuff for me. So, um noticed a purge trooper which yeah. was pretty cool um and then also of course uh thermal detonator which is one of my favorite devices in all of the star wars galaxy although you know it's not quite the because he's holding a thermal detonator I, <laughs> I, I just love that delivery but ever since like 3po said that like anytime i see the detonator now i just always like i mark out for it i get so excited to see it so really happy to see that as well yeah. Yep. Um, and then this was one that I actually had um, found on Twitter. But right when we see the back of Anakin's head staring out into the distance, mm -hmm. um, it looks like he's looking on like where Padme lives. Yes. So I wrote from a completely different thing. angle. But That's confirmed. Cool. Uh, okay. Confirmed. Yes. Very from, cool. From TikTok. Confirmed. So super cool. I mean, I just, you know, I really love that stuff. Um, I always just pick up on the little things. I'm I'm a big like object and gadget guy from Star Wars. So thermal detonators are always my favorite, especially when that. they come in Coca-Cola form. They did. A, <laughs> I have to. I did. Uh, they did a great job at showing the beginnings of that explosion. Thermal detonator, like just about to go and then it turns it's white. And a great transition uh, sort of reminded me of uh, Andor. And what's her? Oh my God, Jen Erso, and the, you know the blast hits them, and it's just all white. Yeah, and then the transitions into I think the planet or something like that. Hold on one second, I just got a text message. We're gonna have to take over. My buddy Dave oh. is finally caught up on Mandalorian season two, and I would like to, <laughs> I would like to read. The text message thread. All right, let's go. Luke <laughs> saved Grogu. Luke saved Grogu. I damn near cried. <laughs> That's the correct take. Tell him Spoiler he has alert. to watch uh, the Mando season three pilot during Book of Boba Fett. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and you know what he's going to miss out on? He's obviously getting to the game late. Is the waiting period. Oh, yeah. The separation. Mm of Grogu, which I still don't agree with. I feel like we shouldn't have got that in Book of Boba Fett at all. Yeah, um, but, but we'll allow it. Wait, we won't allow it, but we won't talk about it. <laughs> Judges. Judges. Inconclusive. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think I really love the Inquisitor's music. It's really good. It's not as good as Boba's music from uh, the Mando episode when Boba showed up. No, but that, it's good. That's top. That's top tier for sure. But but it's menacing. Yes. It's it's menacing and recognizable, and you can work out to it. Burn, burn, burn. You're like, oh boy, here we go. <laughs> They're here. They're here. And it was a great transition from the 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 attack stance garrison. To like, wow, they've got a lot of people. Oh, and here's the Inquisitor. Okay, this got this got too intense. This is good stuff. Yeah, and then uh, just one more thing that I read about that I'm, I'm not going to go into quite the amount of detail is on the wall of all the Arabeshian 
language is there's a, a, apparently a lot of extended universe names uh, s- smattered around it, which is it's a great thing to have the writers and story group acknowledge the EU. Um, I've gone on record to say I'm not really I'm, I'm not not a fan of the EU. Um, I just was never into it. I never got into it. Um, Backyard Tardis is a is another. Uh, he he's a he he does an interesting um he does some interesting content where he actually he listens to everybody's podcast and then responds to said podcast through a YouTube video wow. and gives some active commentary. So he he put out a video. I got tagged in like this Twitter post. I'm like, what's going on here? So I, I popped into the YouTube video and he does about like a half hour, forty minutes. And he just goes, all right, extra techie. I saw that you talked about Heir to the Empire. I did that episode months ago. I didn't know what he was talking about. And I read the first book of the Heir to the Empire trilogy. And for me, it was just meh. And everybody raves about this trilogy. And he basically said, you can't just read book one. You got to read book two and three. And if you finish the trilogy, I'll read High Republic stuff and we'll discuss. That's how the Star Wars fandom should be. Yep, I should be able to give and take like that. And I told him my summer my summer, summer goal will be to uh, read the rest of the original Thrawn trilogy to see uh, how it progresses. Um, speaking of books, I picked up a new book today from Tarjay uh, because I was so enthralled with Part Five. Did you know that there is a Obi Wan Kenobi Anakin Skywalker centric Brotherhood book out right now? Hmm. Um, uh, if you go into my Instagram page, Extra Star Wars, I posted a picture of it. And it's basically the attack of the clones. Okay. Um, it, it must be in there uh, within the adventures there. So I'm looking forward to reading that after I finish up some other stuff. Yeah, so. I was, I was going to ask the timeline on that. That's pretty interesting. Yeah. I'm just based off the costuming on the cover tells me that it's literally what we saw in part five, which is incredible. So nice. they, they know what they're doing. They roped me right into it. I saw part <laughs> five. I saw it on Target shelf. I went, damn it. You bet your balls I'm buying this book. $21, put it in the cart, buddy boy. Just went in for tacos, went out with tacos and a book. <laughs> as, you, as most people will do. So that's good stuff. Thank you, Meg. I appreciate you for uh, checking on out and, and, and commenting and being very active in the chat. We are, we are doing well. We are sub-140. Can we do it? Can we stay sub-140? We are nope. getting there. No. I mean, well, we no, just got what predictions, one sentence summary, yeah, and OnlyFans. I have and another noticement. I was going to say, I was going to say before we transition, I usually get yelled at. Does anybody have any more noticements? <laughs> Did you notice that Roken had the uh, crossbow blaster? Yes, that, uh, I loved that. that Wait, the bowcaster? Uh, it was like a bowcaster yeah. shotgun. Bowcaster, yeah. Ooh. Which was crazy that he was like able to handle it with ease. Based and on Han Solo was like flying through a window. He was also yeah. old Han Solo. Yeah, but I like that. That's a great line. He goes, <laughs> "Wow, yeah." <laughs> Which does Rogan have anything to do with Kashyyyk? Well, I don't. I, I, it's. I mean, that's the uh, Wookiee planet. I. I don't know. Maybe some okay, foreshadowing. I mean, Bowcaster is, I would say, is a common weapon. Is it? This is only the second time I've seen it. But it might, it might need a certain, you know, creature. Yeah. Does Chewbacca kill Roken next episode? (laughs) Does he rip his arms off and take the focus? We're not even at predictions yet, and you're ruining it all. (laughs) 
No, good stuff. All right. All right. Moving on. Yes. Prediction. What's what's the next segment? One sentence summary? One sentence summary before do I, have a, do I have time again? Let's see if you got it. It's now time for that one sentence summary. Count it. Oh, you put it on backwards. I now. put it on backwards. <laughs> it's Count it. Yes. So we got our one sentence summary nice. coming on up. Um, I, I, I have, you know, my one sentence summaries have been very basic, very vanilla. Um, so if you have a creative one, just let me know and you can go last. If you have a basic one, we'll just go in sort of an order. Uh, Mike, do you have creative or basic? I guess I'm asking, is it a song? It's, it's, not, it's not a song. Okay, we got a song. No. Okay. I do have creative, I guess. All right. It's not dad, a descriptive. Dad joke punny. No. All right. All right, dad joke punny. We'll start I like dad joke punny after Father's Day. All right, Mike, go ahead, Ben. One sentence summary of part five. Tala turns up the heat while Riva can't stomach to see the man who killed her friends. It's so good. That's so good. <laughs> it's really good. Well done. Well done. Very nice. Very nice. I love that. All right, Dames, what you got? Mine is short and sweet because I've been on a big Stranger Things kick, and we have uh, the actor pre- plays Freddy Krueger in it. So I said, hey, Luke, Vader's coming for you. And that's it. That's it. Because he's coming. Could you imagine? Could you imagine Vader showing up to Tatooine? Like, will the Lars Homestead be, be moved? Like, is that a potential? Like, is where the Lars Homestead, the destination we see in A New Hope, or did they have to be, like, relocated in the Witness Protection Program? They didn't look like they were near that, like, that close to mountains and stuff. I know. This is curious. In I'm, A New I'm, Hope. Your, your, your one-sentence kind of song, you liar. Um, Songish. <laughs> it's song adjacent. <laughs> yes song song perpendicular um interesting thought all right here's mine the force is unleashed when vader does what ray could never do while general kenobi teaches a lesson across time and space nice Ooh. nice i gotta throw my shot into the alleged skywalker of legend mm. I hope you enjoyed that one sentence summary. If you have a one sentence summary, you can put it in the chat right now. You can tag us over at Extra Star Wars. But we're going to uh, go into our final two segments. One is the predictions, and then we move on to the sultry Extra Star Wars After Dark. Mike's only fans. Prediction time. Hey. Speaking of predictions. I had, I ran a poll, and the first prediction that we need to talk about is mother effing runtime. <laughs> okay, runtime is super important. Yes. To me, <laughs> I was sorely disappointed with the runtime of part five going, that doesn't add up in my math, my math, right? So I put out a poll on June 16th. I ran it for three days. There was 102 votes. So this nice. one, this one counts. This is a good data set here. I'm going to give you the options. Okay. I voted on it. Oh, thank you for voting. 
I'm going to give you the options, and I'm going to give you the percentages, and we're going to see if we can matchy-matchy up with it. So option one, 80-plus minutes. Option two, 60 to 80 minutes. This also includes credits and recaps, so you got to keep that in mind that I'm doing it like Disney Plus style. Like They will include it all, even the Netherlands credits. 50 <laughs> to 60 minutes. I can't believe how long it takes for a, like a kid's show to start the next episode. Like, I, Come on. Uh, 50 to 60 minutes, and then 40 to 50 minutes. 30 minutes is not even an option. It's not at this point. Which one had the lowest? 16.7%. What do you think? Play a little game here. I'm going 60 to 80. Not correct. Ah, okay. That, la- that last one you told me, the, uh, what was it, like 40 to 50? 40 to 50? Correct. Yeah. 40 to 50 minutes was the least voted on. The most voted on is what you think, Damien, it is. 60 to 80. 31.4%. Hmm. So that's 40, 48% of the vote. Half of the vote thinks it's 60 to 80 minutes or short. Which means that more than half or, or, or uh, half of that half, 25%, right. thinks it will be an 80-plus minute episode. I would love it. How crazy. I would love it. I mean, we, but we've never tried. What's the longest Disney plus Star Wars episode we've had so far? It was Book of Boba Fett, 60 minutes, right? Right. 59. 60 bones. Round it up. They rounded, they did round it up. They they, they (laughs) could could hit 60 here, including all the, all the credits and stuff. But yeah, I think, I I think 60 to 80 is probably the most realistic number. I, I mean, I wish. I just don't know yeah. if they if they'll give it to us. <laughs> That's fair. I think they will actually. They could like maybe they decided, hey, you know what? We can milk this another season or two. Like maybe we'll cut some stuff out of that yeah. and yeah. rework it. I That's mean, that's fair. They, that's a good point. But the runtime, the whole um, like six episodes. By the way, if the six episode run comes to local theaters, I think that's a must go. Oh yeah, see it on okay. the big screen. Um, all right. So so runtime out. I don't. I think I always start with predictions, and I probably all often steal people's thunder. So I'm going to uh, provide some since Damien rushed out last week. Let's start with you, sir. What do you think? How do you think this story is going to wrap up in our final episode? Well, I definitely don't think it's going to wrap up. Okay. I think we're going to get something that leads us into a second season. Okay. Um, maybe in the second season, it's not so Vader centric. Um, it's more Obi Wan like adventure based. Okay. And I do think are we just going all predictions at once? Are we just going one 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 one? Um, you know, I'd say just fire fire it all because all a right. lot of my predictions sort of just are just like questions. You know, I, we're getting Qui Gon. Okay. We okay. we have to get Qui Gon. There's mm-hmm. been so much tease of that. We need to get a hello there. Oof. Um, because we've had hellos. I don't think we've had a hello there yet. Mm-mm. Like especially with the transport, he's like hello. And there's just that dead space Another after this opportunity. They um, so it's it's almost there. like the Avengers assemble yeah. of Star Wars. <laughs> like yes. We're just waiting for it. Uh, Dengar obviously is going to show up, and then <laughs> <laughs> and then um, you know everyone's worried about um, Uncle Uncle Ben and Aunt Beru, but don't worry because Tommy Lee Jones and Will Smith are going to show up as the MIB, just wipe right. everyone's minds, yeah. and we're good to go. And that was my most serious prediction. So I would go MIB, Dengar, then Qui-Gon. 
it's plausible um, because at the end of Men in Black, it's one of my favorite scenes where the the, the aliens are just playing marbles with our galaxies. <laughs> I'm gonna count it. Judges, we need the crossover. Judges, count it. <laughs> they allow it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. For for serious yeah. though, we need Qui Gon. For sure, we definitely need Qui Gon. <clears throat> He's been calling to him. Like we all know, it's it's kind of like the Reva reveal. Like we kind of know it's going to happen, but this is going to be much more, at least to me, much more satisfying. Yeah, um, because we haven't seen him in over twenty something years, much like we haven't seen Hayden. So right, right, uh, right. I can't wait. Very cool. Very cool. Mike, I pass the baton to you. So I just wrote out short little points of what I think is going to happen. So we get the rematch of a century. Mm -hmm. Our boy Hayden has has even promoted it in the UK. Did you see that on Twitter? Yeah. Really pushing it hard. I also believe there will be a Qui-Gon sighting, which will fit perfectly with your... uh, not assumption, but your analysis of every episode matches up with the prequel and like original trilogy. Force Ghost. Yup. <laughs> You're going to get a couple that of... Ag- that was an aggressive pop. Yup. <laughs> that, 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 that and he even has the pop filter on Obviously, there and we still the pick it up. The end of the pop filter. <laughs> Sorry. That hit the, the two meter wide thermal reactor of that pop filter. <laughs> I, I have aggressive lips. <laughs> I don't like that, sir. I don't like that word either. Is this a tease like... for the OnlyFans? What is going on here? Oh. We'll see. <laughs> All right. Uh, I believe there will be maybe one or two ancillary character deaths. Mm-hmm. Like a Rokin or a Haja or a fifth Haja. brother. Yeah. Or the other brother. I don't know what number he was. Okay. Okay. This is my bold prediction. Ooh, I love Ooh. bold prediction. Obi-Wan is going to fake his... In the Battle of the Century, Obi-Wan is going to fake his death. I feel that. Which goes into what I've been talking about. How is it that nine years pass and yeah. Vader has not known about Obi-Wan until A New Hope? Okay. I- I feel like that is very plausible. That's awesome. Based on the line of, I haven't felt a presence in like whatever the line is in, in quite a long time. And then he sort of pauses and was like, holy S, he's here. Kenobi is here. Mm-hmm. And then Tarkin says, surely he must be dead by now. Man. So I think yeah. there's going to be like an Obi-Wan yeah. fakes his own death that allows him to stay hidden on Tatooine for another nine years. For sure. And maybe you get like season two of like stealthy Obi-Wan. Yeah. Nice. Because he is kind of out in the open right now. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. He's, I mean, there's bounties out for him. You get Metal Gear he's, Obi-Wan. He is, <laughs> he is five-star Grand Theft Auto right now. <laughs> <laughs> and he's got to he's everything got to calm down. Yeah, calm down. All right. Good, Mike? Yep. Okay. So I have a few <laughs> questions before <laughs> yep, before I get into um, what I think will likely happen. Reva finds Luke, question mark. Maybe an overlooking of the summit. Maybe it ends with that. I don't know. Nice. 
Will we get a Lothal name drop, being as we're sort of close-ish to Rebels? Not that close, but like we're only four or three years away from that. Maybe maybe that would be a cool homage like for the Grand Inquisitor. Probably not, though. Do we get an Emperor appearance? Ooh. Projection. Just I don't need a little projection. Like a, we don't need yeah, we don't need him in person. Ian McDermott in person. That would be pretty cool. What is your status, Lord Vader? You know, something like that. Possibly after the Obi-Wan fake death. Possibly. 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 That would be awesome. Qui-Gon appearance, of course. We've all said it, so it must be true. But here's where I think paying homage to the previous episodes of movies will work out. The ship will be captured. The Roken ship will be captured in a tractor beam a la episode four. Okay, they're on this Star Destroyer. Kenobi and Vader will have a proper hallway battle scene in the same exact hallway in episode four. If you've ever Ooh. seen the YouTube reenactment of that battle scene, um, look it up. It's, it's, it's excellent. Nice. The Tantive Four shows up to rescue Leia and gets out. Somehow that happens. I don't know. Logistically, I don't know how that's going to work. I don't know if everybody survives on the transport. I do not know any of those answers, but I do believe that this final episode will end. What will be the majority on what do they call the executor? Darth Vader's ship. Um, and we will get some wonderful reminiscent scenes of like tractor beams being disabled and stuff like that, which I think will be cool. Will be cool. <clears throat> Nicole checks in and says, Qui-Gon appearance is what I most want to see. Yes. We better have an actual battle. And you've got some great predictions. Thank you, Nicole. Appreciate Thank you. It. We all appreciate that. Yes. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, that was a good one. Okay. Prediction. It's got to be a drop now. <laughs> I don't know why I could make that sound so good. So good. So good. Well, you know what else makes a good sound? This. All right, Mike's fans. So this week, it's more of uh, me going solo on uh, my OnlyFans. Okay. Keep roking that D. <laughs> OnlyFans.com forward slash keep roking the D for sure. <laughs> that was beautiful. That was glorious. <laughs> Disgusting, uh. as they would say. Disgusting. Thank you so much. All right. <laughs> That is that 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 barely wraps up episode five for us. We're at a minute, or a minute, an hour forty-two. We're close. Called it uh, right around that time. Uh, I would be remiss to say thank you to the dads out there. Happy Father's Day! Thank you, Mike. Thank you, Damian, for your time and dedication to the show. Uh, thank you, Chat, for all the wonderful insights you've put out. Nicole, Megan, used, abused. I think Martin was in. Scarif was in. Roe was in. Uh, Hector, I saw uh, briefly. Thank you, Hector. I appreciate you being here. Uh, the Hector Lauren, of course. Um, Real quick, use the views. That's all you did, like some sort of boy band podcast tonight? That's interesting. 
There was like I like I saw I think you repost you uh sent it on Instagram the uh the thing that uh Oh like the Luna Girl promo? Yeah, the Luna Girl promo and okay. they the girls take over boy bands. Fun fact, I can do the entire dance to It's Gonna Be Me by NSYNC. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I can confirm this uh at a wedding. Mine. Yes. <laughs> Confirmed. I can confirm that. That's a, it's exact. And it was, I don't, was it planned or you just had it in your playlist and then people just, it just happened. Oh, it was planned. Of course it was. <laughs> it was, you know what? Your wedding was, was more well-written than the sequel trilogy. Hey, in just, <laughs> in just 30 days, and you're going to have hot mics while this is playing. Cause it's not actually playing over. They're just laying out. Um, we got a little ScarifCon promo that I would like to show you. That's going nice. to be showing right now. And this was from last year. So let's give this a listen and be mindful of my Mikey's. Twenty-three, whatever we're going, we gotta go. That's a definitely we're gonna have to. That looks awesome, man. Yeah, man, they did a really great job at the promo. Um, I'm not sure who cut it together. I'm assuming Ro cut it together. So really great job. With and that. it's just like all the podcasts and stuff, like all weekend or apparently, yeah, definitely, definitely on a day. Like Saturday is the day, and then they go okay. at Saturday evening, and there's they have things planned, and we're gonna do it. We're we're gonna try to promote Red Five Network Gaming uh, during that weekend nice. as well, and. Um, unfortunately, I think I'm on vacation in LBI uh, at that time, which is why I can't this go. year, this we year, um, you're rich. <sighs> <laughs> Let me tell you about how many Legos I have. Um, 
<laughs> so, oh, a tragedy happened in Legoland here. Um, I always try to tell Kate, it's like, Kate, you not take the Lego outside. That's a deck. It's it's raised. If you lose anything, I can't ever get it back. She lost a baby Grogu head. Oh. I know. I know. A baby Grogu head. So, oh, Dane, you'll um, appreciate this. For Tommy's birthday, somebody got him uh, the Duplo uh, Jurassic World Dominion set. Nice. So we'll put it together and it'll stay together once. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yes. That's that's usually how it is. She she's been into Duplo a little bit more. I know we're still we're still live. Um, yeah. <laughs> but we um she's been like on a big Peppa Pig kick, and there was like a Peppa Pig big. Duplo set. So uh, we were able to just get her like the mommy pig from it, <laughs> and yeah. just give it to her, and and there you go. Yeah, and we go to Andy's like way too much. We go there like once a week now. Yeah, well, we'll be going to Andy's uh, to find ourselves a little baby Grogu. Grogu head. Um, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure they'll read that. So, um, yeah. So that's about it. I can uh, just uh, just a little shout out, a little promo for the Red Five Network Gaming. This is literally all the things you missed last week. <laughs> so you deserve it to see everything. <clears throat> Red Five Network Gaming promo. Today is today's Tuesday. Tomorrow is Wednesday. And we will be live on Twitch. Uh, Twitch is Red Five. We will be live on YouTube's Red Five. And we'll be live on both uh, Extra Techies, YouTube, and Twitch. I found out that you can actually cross-pollinate that on Restream now, which is awesome. Nice. Uh, we'll be playing some marbles and jackbox and i was requested to go a little bit longer than an hour and we'll probably go about a 90 minute session now that it's summertime i can do whatever the hell i want so we'll be definitely be going a little bit longer tomorrow uh on the red five gaming network we are very close to affiliate status we need 10 more follows nice. on the twitch channel we already have the average viewers we did that that's the hardest part is getting a minimum of three average viewers um once you achieve that you can then apply to be an affiliate then you can get the emotes you can get the subscriptions you can get the donos you can get to this you can get that there's a lot of things that go into it so thank you for supporting the red five network gaming we're really trying to build something special here and um i'm thinking we got to have a squadrons night i I have not played in so long doesn't matter gosh squadrons night is gonna happen on the red five network gaming so i hope you're ready Yep. Make sure your Wednesday night is open. The We Have Spoken crew is coming at you. Uh, three out of the five. I feel bad for the other two people that are going to be in these chats because <laughs> it's just going to be chaos. Just like that loser. Who, who did we? We were tagging him up over and over and over again during one of our sessions. His, his, his I, pro- name- <laughs> I probably wasn't doing anything. I no, suck. no, you were, you were terrible at the game, but that's okay because, <laughs> because it was your birthday. We're going to let you go. But uh, that uh, thus ends our uh, wonderful discussion of Kenobi Part 5. Looking forward to Part 6 happening in just a few short hours. Dames, Mikeys, I'm pointing to people. I don't know where the camera is. It was awesome being live with you one last time. We're going to play out the intro video one more time. We'll see you next time on Extra Star Wars Podcast Media Social Thing. Bye.